Welcome to She's Lit Podcast with your host, Dwen Sandori. She's Lit Podcast is a safe space for women to be led, inspired, and set on fire for Christ. So whether you're a new believer or a seasoned believer, I encourage you to grab your Bible, notepad, and oil as we shine forth our light. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She's Lit. I hope you all are having a blessed week and happy Friday, Junior. Okay. So every day we are faced with decisions, regardless of how big or small that decision is, it can either better equip you for your future or completely derail you from God's plan. James 1 verse 5 in the NLT version reads, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. The word says to ask God for wisdom and he gives generously without rebuke or blame. And 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 in the NLT version reads, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. We need wisdom and scripture to teach us, correct us, and convict us. Now some may say, that's pretty simple. Ask God for wisdom, read the word, and I got this. But it's not as easy as it may seem. Prior to being followers of Christ, we were living in sin, entertaining the ways of this world, living a lukewarm life, believing that once you are saved, you will no longer desire the ways of this world. But how easy can it be to stop entertaining a world that at one point in your life was all you knew? Luke 9 verse 23 in the NLT version reads, Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. This walk with Christ is a daily decision. Every decision you make now or in the future will either bring glory to God or direct you further away from his will. And although we are not of this world, we are in it, which means that wanting to do good may seem straightforward, but at times our decisions won't reflect God's character. Romans 7 verses 19 to 25 in the NLT version reads, I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is the sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how this is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. The sin that lives within us is constantly trying to lead us away from God's will. We know what's right, but the sin within us could care less. Which is why when we are faced with a decision, it's important to seek God's wisdom and to look to the word for encouragement. But you also need to pose the question, Will this decision bear fruit or bring forth fruitlessness? Meaning, will this decision bring glory to God or regret? We already know what God's desires are. We know what his word says. 
but we believe if we toy with the decision a little while longer, then it will help us produce a choice. But we all know that no decision is a decision. Take, for instance, the story of David, who was once called a man of God's own heart. He too struggled with sin, and his decisions led him down a slippery slope. It began when King David decided to stay in Jerusalem while he sent the rest of his Israelite army to fight other nations and kings. This was a fruitless decision, because as a king, your duty is to lead your army. Now while David is relaxing and walking on the palace roof, he sees a beautiful woman bathing and immediately finds himself attracted to her, so he sends messengers to find out who she is. Another fruitless decision. The messengers return and disclose that her name is Bathsheba. She is the wife of Uriah. But despite knowing this information, David sends for her and sleeps with her. Soon enough, Bathsheba discloses to David that she is now pregnant. Nervous that his sin will be brought to light, he calls for Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, to come home from battle so that he can sleep with his wife. This is David's attempt to cover up the sin that Bathsheba is pregnant with his child. But Uriah refuses to sleep with his wife while his fellow men are out fighting. Another fruitless decision made. Now because David's plan doesn't work, he decides to send Uriah back to war. Then he sends notes to the army's commander with instructions to have Uriah put at the front line and withdraw so that he would be killed. Bathsheba mourns her husband's death and was then brought to King David to be his wife. Later, the prophet Nathan visits King David and tells him of the Lord's disapproval and displeasure with him, then tells David that the son Bathsheba was expecting would die. David's decision led him down a path of sin and destruction. One fruitless decision led to many fruitless decisions, lies, death, and regret. As mentioned earlier, it may seem easy to follow the ways of Christ, but we are sinful by nature and will fall short which is why we need to include God in every decision, whether big or small. As a leader, David should have seeked God's wisdom in his decision-making. But instead of seeking God for a decision, he decided he was wise enough to make his own decisions. Again, this is why we must include God in everything. When God leads you to a decision, believe that it is for your good. He's either protecting you from unforeseen circumstances, possible hurt, things that will completely derail you from the direction he's taking you. And in the moment, when faced with a decision, yes, it's important to seek God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, but you also must have God's word imprinted on your heart and your mind. Because when the enemy comes to distract you and steer you from what is pleasing to God, he needs to be reminded that you are the light, a child of God, and you cannot afford to backslide entertain worldly desires or past lifestyles, those temporary satisfactions are not worth the calling on your life. Our lives belong to Christ, so every decision made must bring glory to Him. What you say, mean, and do should always represent God in a positive, healthy, and loving way. And if anything goes against that, dispose of it. So I leave you with this. Isaiah 30 verse 21. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Always ask God for his direction. 
And remember, the most important thing you can do is listen. I pray that you continue to seek God in all walks of life. He sees you, he's with you, he loves you, and he cares. God bless. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you feel led, please follow and share for more. To further support this podcast, please download the Alive podcast app available on both iOS and Android. And be sure to subscribe to my show. She's Lit Podcast can be found at She's Lit Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Feel free to follow and DM with any topics or questions. I'd love to stay connected. Thank you.